What they won't pass to one man and you know near Christian. Or you don't have anybody that you give part of your time. And now part of your prayer. Be part of your fasting. What they were quenching on pie on pie ball goes for somebody. And no umbra and ma will be and that everything is about you. Then your Christianity is questionable. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. <laughs> oh, you don't like it. You don't like what I'm saying. No, but it's the truth. Alright. Now there is a very short way of becoming very, very productive in in God. One of the very important things in Christianity is sacrificial prayer or what we call intercessory prayer. Uh, mm. Because it is a higher level than the prayer of supplication or the prayer of request. The prayer of request is Father give me Father, give me. But you must come to a place in your life where you are now praying to God for somebody. I learned that lesson practically. Some years ago, when I became a Christian, I've told you before, I used to live with a group of guys in one room. And every Christmas, they will go to their parents to spend the Christmas with them. I didn't have any parent to go to. So I would just stay in a room. This particular Christian, I was hungry. Christmas day, I was hungry. I was in the room and I, was, I felt very, very disturbed. and I decided to pray as I was praying I just felt like let me just I'm not the only person in in this situation there are other people who are equal in this situation and some of them are even called orphans so I just decided that let me pray for them so I started praying for them that God look at the offers and I was I prayed passionately for hours do you know that that Christian that Christmas was the last Christmas I ever spent it like that I mean, in fact, by the next day when I went to church, thank you. Man, I received gifts, money from people I had never received before. From that day, I understood the importance and the power of intercessory prayer. If you are clapping your hands, clap it well. Now listen. Most of the times, the reason why people don't like to sacrifice is because they feel like they don't stand to benefit anything from it. Is that true? Talk to me. Is it true? 
But let me tell you, anything you make happen for others, God will make it to happen for you. And anything you give up for God, God, according to his word, in this time or in this world, he will give you a hundredfold. And in the world to come, eternal life. Amen. So, you can simply, and listen to me carefully, you can simply change your whole life through sacrifice. You can, you can change your entire life. You can change your entire generation through your sacrifices. Can I hear somebody say amen? You remember the story where Peter went to ask Jesus, we have left everything and come to follow you. What shall we get in return? And Jesus said them to them, You shall receive anyone who leaves mother, father, brothers, sisters, lands, money, etc., to follow me. In this world, you shall receive. And he said, In the world to come, eternal life. You know, when the beginning of sacrifice looks like you have lost. In fact, in Christianity, for you to gain, you must first be willing to lose. Please, do you understand what I'm teaching? Do you understand what I'm saying? Before you can gain something, you must be willing to lose it first. There are people who may never become rich. Never. There are some people who are prayer warriors who would forever remain from hand to mouth. Because their orientation is wrong. Yeah. They believe that they must receive. No. Huh? You, you can't have that mindset. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, respond well. I said hallelujah. You can't have the mindset of I must always gain. You, you, you see, it is, it is a very political mindset. I know. I am dream. When you start behaving like that, you are behaving like an NDC or an MPP politician. That's 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 For anything you must gain, you must first be willing to lose something. And there are some people they didn't come to lose. 
they didn't come to lose anything. They came to gain everything. And in my few years of being a Christian, I've seen people who came, they came looking for husband, looking for wife, looking for money, looking for children, looking for house, looking for land. They are prayer, looking for it, going from one prophet to the other, looking for it, looking for this. And I've known some of them from Abraham days. Till today, they are the same way. No, 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 no. I mean, you, you begin to look around and see. And I've seen people too who came and their intention was not to just come and take. They came to ask, what can I do? What can I render? What can I sacrifice? And they were not looking for husbands. But God gave them husbands. They were not looking for wives. But God gave them wives. Are you getting what I'm talking about? <laughs> Please, you see, we can I can easily deceive you. You can easily deceive me. Very, very easy. Isn't it? In fact, nowadays, people even deceive themselves. And they believe in their own deception. Do you get what I'm talking about? What yeah. I remember one day I was in a, in a shop somewhere with my wife. We traveled in a place in, in New Jersey. We were in a shop. And somebody, I don't know what I to call her, a lady. <laughs> Very tall, nice makeup. You remember? Beautiful. I've never seen a human being like that before. Wow. So I was looking at her. I was looking. I said, sure. This girl is nice. Then my wife said, Do you know why? When you said, then I said, no, no, no. I said, no. Do you remember that day? Then she said, a young crofunibia. Do you understand? What do you say? She's a man who. <laughs> Because I, what kind of a human being is this? Then I said, ah. So you see, in this world, we can easily deceive ourselves. Yeah. Sometimes you can even deceive yourself with your own prayer and think and still believe your own deception. But you can't deceive God. There is a principle. Listen, I can promise you. A year by this time, some people, your life can change dramatically. Yeah. yeah, but you see, it is not just going to be dependent on your prayer. Mm. And it will not only be dependent on my prayer for you. No, no, no. no. If I say that it will be dependent only on my prayer and your prayer, then it means that <laughs> I'm deceiving you. 
Look, your actions will play a bigger role. Somebody understand what I'm talking about. When I see people who will be rich, per my learning of the scriptures, you know, by my learning of this, I can easily tell. If I see somebody whose children will become very great, I can just look at, I just need to stay with you and observe you for some time. I can easily tell. Yeah. If I see young men in church who in the next five years or ten years would move from nobody to somebody, I can tell. I, I can tell him. I'm not talking about prophecy. I, I don't mean I can tell because of prophecy. No. Uh, Laban said to Jacob, he said, I have learned by experience. Yeah. When I see young men who come into ministry and they will make it in ministry, when I see them, I can tell. Do you want me to tell you how I can tell? Do you want me to, do you want to know how, how I know? When I see people who are always in church begging people for money, I know that this one, once a for the next 10 years, you go and come back, you will still be begging. No, 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 no. I'm being, please, let me. I want God to bless you, so I, I want to tell you the truth. Is that okay? Can I hear? Amen. When I see people whose Christianity is like everything is about them, I know there's a problem. Yeah. When I see young people who want to do the work of God, and they want convenience. And they want comfort. Straight away. I know Yaboka. I mean, I mean do, you, do you understand the point I'm trying to make? What in If I see people in church, and sometimes I look at the way people give offerings. I can tell to what happen. It's true because it is scripture. It is scripture. This month, may you take your destiny into your own hands. Come on here. I said, take your destiny into your own hands. Take your destiny into your own hands. Listen, don't, don't, don't think that there is another way to do it. There is no other way. Look, sacrifice. Jesus said that except a grain of wheat. Yes, you see, just say a real falls into the ground, a tough form, and dies. Now, it abides alone. And yes, I it. But when it falls into the ground, the tough form, and it dies, now it grows out, and then bears fruit. Some are 60 fold, 100, and so on. So, when you see people who don't want to fall down, a one person or tough form. Eh, you don't want to fall on person or top form. It means that first problem. And you see people who fall, but they don't want to die. 
you won't bear fruit. I'm telling you, you won't bear fruit. Because falling down and dying is a very difficult thing. Falling down and dying. One of these is, I think I have to teach you how to die. How many of you want to know how to die? <laughs> Don't worry, I don't mean physical death. Don't worry. But I'm talking about dying according to Jesus' teachings. Because that is the only time that you grow up and you bear fruit. Receive grace to bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and say a big amen. So, you see, on Sunday, we're talking about Matthew 16, 24. If any man will come after me, let him do what? Deny himself. Deny himself. Take up your cross. And follow. Alright? So, the first principle for Jesus, anybody who wants to follow him is that you must deny yourself. Somebody say, deny yourself. So, self-denial is the first principle. Deny yourself simply means that act as if your life doesn't matter. So you see, the, the thing about sacrifice is a very, very difficult thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are living as if your life doesn't matter. Deny yourself. Ask somebody, can you deny yourself? Oh, why are you buying down your head? Huh? Ask somebody again. Tell somebody, raise your head and answer me. Tell somebody, raise your head and answer me. And ask the person, can you deny <laughs> me? Can you ask the person, can you deny yourself? Young men, young men and ladies here. Listen, until you reach the point where you can deny yourself, you can't walk from Odoko to Mataiko for church service. You can't. No, you can't. You, some of you, you love yourself too much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you love yourself too much, you, you, there are things you can't do for God. So he says, deny yourself. Take up your cross. And see, deny yourself is hard, isn't it? But taking up the cross is harder. Because once you carry a cross, it means that everybody will send you. He will nail you. And they are going to nail you. So Paul says that the Paul say, I am dead in Christ. Nevertheless, I live. For the life that I now live, it is not I. But Christ that liveth in me. Because once you take up the cross, you don't have choices. Your choice is his choice. Your choice is his choice. 
Can you imagine the prophet Amos? Prophets like Jeremiah, like Isaiah, Isaiah, where God says to them, strip yourself naked. <laughs> and go and stand in the market. Can you imagine? Are you understanding what I'm talking about? In our generation, God talks to us about everything except things that are hard. Yeah. People will tell you, oh, God says I should come and take this from you. God, God says I should come and see you. You will pray for me. God says I should come and see you. You, you open this door for me. God never talks to us that I should come to you and come and serve. Or I should come to you and then you show me an offering to give. You know, those ones, when we hear that voice, the devil, you're a liar. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Are you, are you understanding what I'm talking about? Receive, I almost said receive the grace to die. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But sacrifice is painful. Have you learned some things? What's your baby? Are you beginning to realize why some people after 20 years or 30 years or 40 years in the Lord can still remain the same? Are you understanding why? What some, I, I was telling, I remember one day I went to Nigeria. I was going to organize a program for Adam Bishop. And I had to go for a radio interview. And so, in the course of the interview, the, the, the host went off tangent and asked me a question. Why is it that these pastors are so rich and their members are always poor? And then and then the other guy who was with me on the panel because he was our local rep there he answered and said no 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 it's not like that and then so i tapped him and i said let me talk so i, I said no it's true and pastors will continue to be rich <laughs> and i said the reason is because any genuine pastor before god calls them answer he makes them sacrifice a lot of things. You see, and I was telling that there are certain principles in life. Once it is activated, there are certain things that will follow in life. So I said to him, I said, most of the people you see, who you call rich, what you call riches, to them, it's nothing to them. No. And the, the life they live automatically will trigger a blessing. So at a certain point in ministry, even if you don't want to be rich, 
once you are genuinely doing the work of God, whether you like it or not, the riches will follow you. Now, it, listen, it's the same thing for you, a Christian. At a certain point in your life, once you serve God well, and you live a life of sacrifice whether you like it or not at a certain point whether you like it or not riches will follow you are you are you understanding what i'm saying but when you live your life and you don't give up anything you don't give your time for God you don't give your talent for God you don't give your knowledge in the house of God you don't give your gifts in the house of God you don't give your money for the things of God Charlie, pray like David you will only be anointed you will be anointed that when you even pass the trees will be falling but some things will never happen in your life receive the sacrificial grace say a better amen to that one amen somebody say sacrifice Say it when I say sacrifice. There are some of you fathers and mothers here. There are certain things you need to do for the sake of your children. David lived so much for God. David to the extent that yes, when he was dead. When Solomon, his son, misbehaved, God said, Solomon, Solomon, I would have taken the kingdom away from you. Pass I would have finished you. Somebody say, Pass I say, Pass Pass I would have finished you. Solomon had committed the greatest sin of idolatry. Solomon, that is Solomon had followed strange women and had gone to serve idols. God said, I would have taken the kingdom away from you. But, not because of anything you have done. Because of your father. Because of your father, David. David Solomon. Solomon. I will spare you. So, so sometimes it is not just about you. There are offerings some of you elderly ones must give. You, when you give it, don't just look at you today. Look at generations to come. 
There was a woman in Pentecost called, is it Auntie Eunice or something? Auntie Eunice. In those days when Apostle Makion started Church of Pentecost, I hear she gave a jewelry. Very expensive. Gave it to Apostle Makion. For the work of the ministry. Up to today. All of the grandchildren. All of them. Apostles. Prophets. Ministers. Some of them own. Some of them are millionaires and billionaires in this country. Billionaires. Most of the Pentecost songs that we, that we sing, most of the old songs, were written by her daughter. Pentecost so when she was giving, making that sacrifice, a mm. would have said, said, investment I'm going to put it in an investment for my children. I'm going to put it in men's gold. Men's gold for my children. No, what I'm saying, is it not true? So don't look, don't look at me like I've committed a crime. Please. Uh, what I'm saying, is it not correct? Is that not what we have been doing? I'm sure when the woman was giving the, the gold, I'm sure people will be saying that. But Tam if you when she was given, God said, No, this one. Generations to come. I want to children will harvest from it. There are certain sacrifices you make for God. That generations to come. I want to benefit from it. Somebody say sacrifice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? We are going to pray. Listen. We, I'm going to lead you to pray for the grace to sacrifice. You know, <laughs> Let me tell you a secret prayer I prayed. Should I tell you? Mrs., should I say it? Some of you, will you make good use of it when I tell you? Now, everybody, to go to your next level, ask God what you must sacrifice. Yeah. And listen to this carefully. These are not things I will usually talk about. When anytime I'm transferred to another church, I don't pray for anointing. That's all my prayer. <laughs> That's not my prayer. The first thing is to God show me what I can give up for this new assignment. Because you see, 
It is easier to give money and wealth than to give the anointing. Listen carefully to this. Any anointed man, in fact, there is no anointed person who is stingy. There is no anointed person who is stingy. Because it is easier to give money than to give the anointing. So, indeed, for me, anywhere I've had opportunity to to serve. My prayer is not for money. I don't remember the last time I prayed and said, God, I need a financial breakthrough. I don't remember the last time. It is, it is not part of my prayer. But what can I give up? What can I give? What can I give? If you know what you can sacrifice, you would have identified the ladder to your next level. Now, let me make it easy for you. In the Old Testament, before they fought any battle, they must offer a sacrifice. Is that correct? When they win any battle, they must make a sacrifice. Up to today, the Jews, they will look for what to give. Hmm? And I'm going to show you some two or three scriptures quickly before we pray. In today's church, there are people you are standing at the battlefront. You can tell that there is a demonic attack against your life. And you still have nothing to sacrifice. somebody here. There are some of you, you come to a crossroad of your life. Some of you, you, you have come to a place where you can tell that you are about to break through. And you still don't understand it yet. Years ago, there was this gentleman, he had been to the British Embassy so many times. So and when I encountered him, he was going to go for another interview. He wanted to go and school in the UK. I don't know what came over me. I just told him, this month, take all your salary and go and give to your pastor. In fact, I felt like telling him to give it to me. 
I couldn't say that because his faith wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Are you get what I'm saying? So I said, just do that. And I prayed a short prayer for him. He went to do that. He got to the embassy. They asked him, they said, ah, but why were you refused? And they actually apologized to him and gave him the visa. May God open your eyes to make a sacrifice. Some of you, the way you live your Christian life, there is no sacrifice in it. See the way you come to church. No sacrifice. The least headache. You will stay home for one month. There was a time I had an emergency and I had to go and do a surgery. And it was a Saturday. We, we didn't know it was going. But there was something, right? So I had to go and do a surgery quickly. It was a Saturday. The Sunday I didn't know, so I didn't told anybody to prepare to preach. So they discharged me the Saturday evening. The Sunday. I had to go and stand there. And I was in pain. <laughs> and I was preaching. I know. There was a time presiding bishop was very sick. He was throwing up, vomiting. Or feet. In the middle of the service, he, he dashed down, went to his bathroom, vomited, came back, and continued preaching. Now, God doesn't just bless people. You understand what I'm talking about? Please, do you understand what I'm talking about? So when you want everything to be at your convenience, I don't so understand. You, you won't make things happen. <laughs> Your energy is not in it. Your time is not in it. Your talent is not in it. Your wisdom is not in it. Your resources is not there. Your money is not there. You've not given up anything. Even the offerings you give. It is not an offering. <laughs> it is convenience. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I see it changing for somebody in the name of Jesus. See, this month, eh? Stretch yourself. Not only for this month. For the rest of the year. Make it your lifestyle you will see what God will do in your life. Somebody clap your hands and say a big amen. So, let me give you about two or three examples and then we pray. Number one example is Abraham. Everybody say Abraham. So, we all know how God said to Abraham, in blessing I will bless thee. Huh? And I'll bless everyone who blesses you, and I'll curse anyone who curses you. That is Genesis chapter 
Genesis From verse 10. Let me read it. It says, Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Verse 11. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. Verse 12. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know. For now I what? For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thick by the thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up, blah, blah, blah. You see? So before Abraham received that blessing in verse 16, and verse 16, and he said, another voice from heaven said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thee. Thy seed as the stars of heaven. And so on and so forth. So, Abraham was not just walking around. And then God said, hey, Abraham, come. In blessing, I will bless you. No. Abraham was not just fasting and praying. No. No. It was when he went to the altar of sacrifice and God saw the, you know, the element or the, the thing on the altar, the sun on the altar, and he lifted up his hands. God says, Abraham. So, sometimes it's good to claim, to, to claim Abrahamic blessings. Yes, but look at what Abraham did first. Let me show you this very dangerous scripture. Second Kings chapter 3. Give me verse 26 and 27. Yeah. Can somebody read it from me? From the screen. Can I get a microphone? Remember, where's your microphone? It's gone there. Ah, okay, that's what he's using. All right. Yes, read it for me. But the Bible says he could not. 
So, 700 soldiers could not help him to break through. Alright, see what happened. Everybody listen. Tell somebody listen. Listen. Are you listening? Hello? Are you listening? Alright. Go to the next page. Then he took his eldest son. Now listen. So when he realized that he could not break through even with all the hundreds of soldiers. And that the battle was too much for him. Then the Bible says, then he took his eldest son. That should have reigned in his stead. That should have been king after him. Uh-huh. And offered him for a burnt offering upon the wall. And then he offered the son on, as a burnt offering on the wall. And then what happened? And there was great indignation against Israel. And when he did that, there was a lot of anger. There was a stirring of spiritual anger, indignation now, against Israel. Israel. And they departed from him and returned to their own land. So when Israel saw that the man had sacrificed his own son, they left. They said, no, 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 this battle. <laughs> Chief, you've won. What 700 soldiers could not do? One sacrifice. His enemies departed from him. There are some battles you fought, your mother fought, your father fought, your grandfather fought, your great grandfathers fought, and none of them were able to break through. What makes you think that you can break through it? Listen, there is a certain place you get to where it takes a sacrifice to make the enemy depart from you. Anywhere you have reached in your life, I pray that a sacrifice will make your enemy turn their back. Come on, clap your hands well if you are clapping your hands. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you, do you understand it? What you are saying? Church, do you understand what we are saying? What in your can I say? Anytime you sacrifice, eh? be At the beginning, it's like you've lost something. You've lost. What should But until you lose. You can't gain anything. No. No. I pray. Let the spirit of sacrifice be activated in this house. I say, let it be activated in this house. I say, let it be activated in this house. I remember one day. In the French church, I preached on sacrifice. French church, and I will never forget that girl. She came to me. She's an Ivorian. French with an envelope of money. And she said, Pastor, since I came to Ghana years ago, this is all the money I've gathered. I am due to return to my country in some few weeks. But I want to give this money to the church. 
use it for the church. And when she was giving the money, bro, what is kind of I have never seen anybody give money and cry like that before. Never in my life. She was crying. And you know why she was crying? She said, See, this is all my sweat since I came to this country. But I feel I should give it to the church. I was afraid of taking the envelope from her. I was afraid because hey, somebody giving this is <laughs> and we took it. Paint the room with it. Do anything you want to do. I said, fire the Mopebia was fire And she gave it. No coin. <laughs> when she, you see, when she got to her country, today, when you see her, what she gave it was only a little stepping stone to where God was taking her to is somebody understanding what I'm talking about young men don't just come to church and be walking around sometimes eh, even joining a department is not a sacrifice no, because some of the things they don't take anything away from you. you you've not, you've not given up anything. You've not. But no, no, Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Sometimes joining a department like you come to the choir, and you come for rehearsal on Saturday. Saturday now you don't really have much. Joy. Come and do. Then you rehearse and the Sunday you come and stand. It's fine. I mean, I'm not saying it's not fine. It's good. But can you find something extra? But the thing stretches you. Yesterday morning I was praying. Then I knew God was speaking to me about something. And when I went to Jowu, I drew Jowu. I could feel that no, no, no. This one, this one, it plumbing. <laughs> Are you get what I'm so talking about? If until you get to the point where you feel that this one vets you have left you, you are not there yet. Until you step to a point where you feel like mm, this one, I'm not there yet. That is the level we are getting to. So, you see all the things I'm saying this is what separates the boys from the men huh? Huh? or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying still because sometimes when you talk about things like this you realize that Charlie, only 5% can date May you be part of that 5% in the name of Jesus. I remember one day I went somewhere and somebody, some guy I saw who gave me some offering. I asked him, where did you get the money from? I looked, I looked at him. 
Look, and some of us, one day I was telling some friends, pastors, young pastors in Paris, I was telling them that, look, don't, it is not every pastor you eye. And yes, some phobia now do a knee. A No. Because some, the kind of covenants, and sacrifices, and yeah, for don't try it. And some God will fight you. Are you, are you understanding what I'm talking about? Receive grace to sacrifice. I know, I know today I've made you very sad, isn't it? You feel like, oh, I said, oh, God is pushing you. I don't tell people to give their school fees, but I know people, I know somebody who carried the school fees and gave us an offering. Once we put out empowerment summit, I know somebody who be carried the school fees huh? and gave it. And then when he told me, I asked him, so what will you do? He said, if I don't get the money to pay, I will defer my course for one year. <laughs> no, if he had asked me whether I should do that, I would have told him no. So we'll be Sam, he said, when he, said he believes God wanted him to do that. Supernatural They had sent the school fees from his country. He put the money in an envelope and dumped it on the platform. School fees. When the king sacrificed his son, the enemies ran away. I see your enemies running away. I see your enemies running one by one in the name of Jesus. Some of you, your children will be, some of you, the greatness of your children, it will marvel people. Because they will look at them. They will say, ah, but your father was not a minister. Your mother was a nobody. No, no prominent person came from the family. How did you get here? They didn't know. Whilst they were sitting in armchairs, their fathers and their mothers were living a life of sacrifice. Somebody say, I receive grace for sacrifice. Come on, somebody say, I receive grace for sacrifice. Four things everybody must sacrifice. I will explain it later in one of the Sundays. One is your reputation. What will people think about me? You must sacrifice it. Number two, your vision, your personal plans. At a certain point, it must go. Your time, you must be willing to sacrifice it. Your money, you must be willing to sacrifice it. You must be willing to sacrifice it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God will take you somewhere. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Are you blessed tonight?
Praise the Lord well. Praise him well. And lift up your hands to Jesus. And say, Father. Say it well. Say, Father. Tonight. I receive grace. Say it well. Say, Father. I receive grace to sacrifice. Let a spirit of sacrifice. Let a grace to sacrifice come upon my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and talk to God right now. Open your mouth and talk to God. This is a very important prayer for your life. Grace to sacrifice, Lord. Don't ask him for power, Jesus Christ. Don't ask him for a house. Father, help me, Lord. Don't ask for grace to sacrifice. Don't ask for anything, Jesus. Father, grace. Just ask God. Father, grace, Lord God. Give me the grace to sacrifice. Lord God. Father, God, grace to sacrifice. Father, help me, grace to sacrifice, Lord. Close your eyes. Open your mouth and pray to God. Grace to sacrifice, Lord. Open your mouth and pray to God. Give me the grace to live a life of sacrifice. Give me the grace to live a life that is sacrificial. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I receive the grace to sacrifice. I receive the grace to sacrifice. The grace to sacrifice. Let it come upon my life. Let it enter my heart. The grace to sacrifice. Let it fill my life. Let it fill my family. Let it fill this church. The sacrificial grace that raises nobody to become somebody. Father, let that grace be released upon your house. Be released upon the young men in this church. Be released upon the young women in this church. Be released upon the children in this church. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, let the grace to sacrifice come upon your people in the name of Jesus Christ Radabasa Lord in the name of Jesus let the grace to sacrifice come upon us tonight in the name of Jesus Christ let the grace to sacrifice come upon us tonight let the grace to sacrifice come upon us tonight let it come upon our pastors let it come upon our pastors let it come upon our elders let it come upon our deacons let it come upon our deaconesses in the name of Jesus Christ let the grace to sacrifice let it come upon us in the name of Jesus Lord, ready. Show me what I must sacrifice. Show me what I must sacrifice. 
Lord, show me what I must sacrifice. And listen to me carefully. You may have a dream. I will show you. You may not have a dream. You may hear a voice. You may not hear a voice. But God speaks to everybody. And as we pray, God will speak to you now. Now, one of the easiest way God speaks to you is your heart. You feel strongly that you should do this. Is that correct? Let me tell you something. Yesterday, Anida. No. Okay, yesterday. Anida. One of the things God told me was that He showed me a family. And He told me that every month provide the food they will spend in the family. Hmm? That is God telling me what to do. I didn't hear a voice. I didn't see it in a dream. I just torn on me struggling. Every month. You must do this. He didn't say I should give them the money. <laughs> I should provide. They are fish. They are fish. Everything. So, I'm cool. Cool. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Now, if God doesn't speak to you, then you are the one who is not hearing. Yeah. And you know, another thing that happens is that sometimes you receive, like I'm preaching right now, some of you feel very convicted, isn't it? Is that, is that correct? Sometimes, immediately you walk out of the gate. It evaporates. It disappears from your heart. Now, that is a difference. So, what do you do? Follow up immediately. Follow up immediately. And why are you getting what I'm trying to say? What in Jamaica? When I turned 40, my wife, the presiding bishop, everybody, do party, do party. After that, they have been almost out of me with party. I said, <laughs> Choco boy, what for a party? But I just felt in my heart that God wanted me to build a church building. Yeah. Amen. Amen. He said, Oh, it's because you have the money. No, 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 no. No, there are things we do. You don't do things because you have money. Somebody say, I'm not giving because I don't have no. It is greed that makes people not to give, not, I, not lack of money. Hello? Hi. So quickly, I just set out. I bought a land, cleared it, they just finished it, registering it. Got an architect, yeah, just finished the drawing. You know, just finished the drawing for me. Uh, yeah, planned. I told them, I said, so I'm going to build. Maybe said, oh, Pastor, maybe you have the money like that. I don't have, I don't have. So like that. Got, but, hey, hey, my heart is in it. If it is in your heart to do it, God will put it in your hands to do it. I'm preaching. I said, Anything that is in your heart to do, God will put it in your hands to do it. Why? So, so pray to God. Show me what to do. 
This is your father. Show me. Don't ask him, Lord. Show me who will give me. No, 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 no. You pray to God. What must I do? What must I sacrifice? What must I sacrifice? Lift up your hands and close your eyes and begin to pray right now. Talk to God right now. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. Show me what to sacrifice. Show the young men in this church. Show the young ladies in this church. Show the leaders in this church. Show the pastors in this church. Show the elders in this church. In the name of Jesus Christ. Show us what to do. Lift up your voice and pray. Talk to God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Show us what to do. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Show us what to do. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Show us what to do. By the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Lord, speak to our hearts. Lord, speak to our minds. Lord, speak to our spirits in the name of Jesus. We feel it unto us. We feel it unto us in visions, in dreams, in a still small voice. We feel it unto us in the name of Jesus. Come on, talk to God. Talk to God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, talk to God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we feel it. Show me, Lord. Show me what to do in the name of Jesus. Show me in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. Talk to God. Talk to God. Ask the Lord. Let Him show you about your commitment, about your dedication, about your service in the house of the Lord, about your giving, about your giving in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, talk to God. Talk to God tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, talk to God tonight. Lord, what would you have me do? What do you want me to do? In the name of Jesus, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, Father? In the name of Jesus, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, Father? What do you want me to do? In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, what do you want me to do? In the name of Jesus Christ, reveal it to me. Show it to me. Reveal it to me. Show it to me. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Speak to our souls. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to our young men. Speak to our young women. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to the elderly in the church. What do you want them to do? In the name of Jesus, speak to us, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. In the name of Jesus, what do you want me to sacrifice? In the name of Jesus, what do you want me to sacrifice? In the name of Jesus Christ, what do you want me to sacrifice? In the name of Jesus Christ, oh Father, reveal it, Lord. Reveal it to me. In the name of Jesus Christ, reveal it to me. 
me, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, reveal it to me, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, reveal, reveal, Lord. Show us, show us, Lord. Speak to our hearts, speak to our minds, speak to us, Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. That God softened my heart. Amen. Amen. I said amen. You say amen. Can everybody say amen? Alright. You want to speak to God? That's your last prayer for tonight. That God softened my heart. Some of us, you The problem is that our hearts are hard. Some of us, our hearts are very hard. Some of us have a callous heart. So sometimes, no matter how many times God speaks to us, we don't hear. We don't. In fact, when we even hear cry, if that is a hardened heart. Some of us, you have the heart of Pharaoh. You are Pharaoh But today, Nene. May God give us a heart of flesh. I said, May God give us a heart of flesh. Amen. Amen. Are you ready to pray that prayer? Or you don't want your heart to be soft? Are you sure you want your heart to be soft? Then open your mouth and pray to God right now. Lord, change my heart. Lord, soften my heart. Soften my heart. Soften my heart. Close your eyes and pray that prayer. Close your eyes and pray that prayer. Yes, Lord, soften my heart. Make my heart soft. Soften my heart, Lord. Soften my heart. Concerning the things of God. Soften my heart Concerning spiritual things Soften my heart Concerning sacrifice Soften my heart Lord Soften my heart Lord Soften my heart Lord The spirit of obedience The spirit of obedience The spirit of sacrifice Oh Father Soften my heart Soften my heart, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Soften my heart, O oh God. Yes. Soften my heart, Lord. Yes. Talk to God. Talk to God. Soften my heart, O oh God. Soften my heart, O oh God. Yes, Lord. I know I have a hard heart. But tonight, I pray, O oh God, give me a soft heart. Put inside me a heart of flesh. Put inside me a heart of flesh. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Make it ever true. Shake my heart, oh God. May I be like. Lift up your hands. If you don't know how to sing it, just thank the Lord. Change my heart, oh God. Make me ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. 
Let's sing one more time. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. May I be like you. You are the potter. You are the potter. And I am the clay. Break me and mold me. This is all I pray. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, Lord. Change my heart, oh God. May I Hallelujah. Amen. Give Jesus a mighty clap of praise. Are you blessed tonight? Are you sure you are blessed tonight? Tonight, I was just coming for us to pray, but for some reason, I just, it was so strong on me, I just had to release it. But I believe God wanted somebody to hear this. Has it blessed your life? Are you sure it has blessed your life? One of these days, I don't know when, but one of these days I'll talk about why do we have to sometimes say take an envelope, give a seed of thousand, give a seed of five hundred. I know a lot of people have very religious minds about it. It is not right. It is not right. I'll show you from the scriptures. Because, you see, there are times God speaks to us, you directly, to make a sacrifice. There are times God also directly demands a sacrifice, a particular sacrifice from us. Do you know it wasn't Abraham's idea to offer Isaac? <laughs> so those of you who have religious minds, it was God who said, can you give your son? What's the difference between that one and can you give a thousand cities or can you give five hundred cities? What is the difference? Come on, talk to me. This one is even more serious. Give your son. <laughs> is that correct? The boy who gave his five loaves of bread and two fishes, it wasn't the boy's idea to give his bread. It wasn't the boy's idea. It was the disciples who identified that somebody has lunch. Then Jesus sends them and says, What's the difference between that one and me coming to um, um, Sister Aisha and say that, Sister Aisha, we need your car to do some rounds for the church. What's the difference between that one? Are you, are you understanding what I'm talking about? When Elijah, God sent Elijah, he said, I have a commanded a widow to feed him. And then Elijah goes. Elijah called. And the widow didn't hear. So he says that, do you have some food? He said, oh, all I have is a little flour and some oil. And two firewood, and two sticks for fire. 
And the man of God says, That says the Lord. Prepare the food and give it to me first. And let me eat. So those, some of you are very religious in church. No, 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 no. Allow the people to give willingly. There are times when God can speak to somebody. I remember one day I went to do fundraising for a certain pastor. And I was supposed to be doing fundraising. And as I was standing, he had given me, we had planned how to go about the thing and everything. You know, towards their church building and everything. And God gave me a word and I just preached. When I was preaching, then a guy brought me a note. And somebody says, somebody had told him, that was before I finished my message. I'm giving this amount of money. The amount of money the person wrote to give was more than the target the whole church was expecting. Now, so, there are times God speaks to people to do it. But there are times God would have spoken but you are not sure. So the widow had heard because God said, I've commanded her. But the widow, so the widow had heard, but she wasn't sure. So the man of God had to make her sure that hey, what God told you. This is it. I'm here. I came with my stomach. Prophecy for each and took it and ate. And when oh, it finished, oh, yeah. so some of you don't, don't have because there are times when I could come to somebody and say that look, I think that you should be doing this thing in church. Don't, don't fight it. Don't don't say it. no no. Pastor, it must come from my heart. I'm going to pray about it. You, <laughs> You think that the pastor didn't pray before he told you to do the thing? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? What did the American say? May God speak to you in the name of Jesus Christ. This month, you will hear God. This month, your month of sacrifice, you will sacrifice. I said you will sacrifice. And your sacrifice will take you to another level. Come on, clap your hands and say a big amen.